Um, it's officially October. Yeah, it is. And uh, that means we're fully in the fall spirit. And that means all the basic bitches come out with their uh, pumpkin lattes, uh-huh. their their fluffy knit sweaters. Uh-huh. They're all plaid, even though it's LA uh-huh. and it's still 80 degrees. I'm fully one of those people. Taryn's one of those people. Yep. I actually have the AC down to like 69 degrees yeah. so that I'm freezing and can wear <laughs> my fluffy knit sweaters yep. and drink my yep. <laughs> fall flavored lattes. Um, I'm actually not a pumpkin spice latte fan. Um, so I'm gonna take back the latte thing, but the the knit sweater thing is a legit situation that happens all the time. And then I step outside and I'm sweating and I have to like shed it yeah. off. It's all about layers this time of season in all LA. Obviously, for other reasons in different areas, but out here, it's so that when you're inside, you have you're warm, but then you know you got sorry you got to take it off because take sun. it off. Yes, no, but I think it's true. Like I feel like as girls, we like. Not even girls, because Mark was just sharing how obsessed he is. Big with fan. Fall. He's a big fan. We're all big fans. I try to hold it together, even in September. Like I'm struggling, but I'm 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 slightly holding it together. Struggling because it's 90 degrees outside. Well, that too. But now it's October. Uh huh. Fully. I will not hide myself. Mm-mm. My real self is coming out. And also. When Disneyland decorates for the season, doesn't that just mean it's official? I mean, my calendar surrounds Disney's calendar. It's basically the same calendar, but not everyone follows that calendar. You know what I mean? Because the pumpkin was up. Top of September? So top of September it is. That's when it starts. That's when it starts. (laughs) Then it's official. But no matter what, guys, it's October. It's October. It's happening. And you know what that means. It's our October series. October! So get Woo! ready to be scared. Woo! 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 Uh, uh, uh. Ashley, do you scare them? <laughs> what? <laughs> Was it which is cackle? <laughs>
we're like going in. Our freaking backdrop, if you're watching on YouTube, is like a spider. We'll post it on our socials. So mm-hmm. we're like in it. We're in it to win it. But we were not we're able to commit to those costumes sitting in chairs because they're intense. They were way too big. They were made out of that like foamy material. Yeah. So when we sat down, it didn't give. Like it no. gave, but like it stayed in position. So it would have been up to my chin <laughs> and it would our have made would have this out. like sound you know when you're like moving around too much so we decided to skip out on the actual body costume so we brought our caps um so we do basically look like the worst witches yeah (laughs) costumes yeah it's pretty terrible but you get the point get the full effect go to our socials follow us on instagram it's great uh, to see the whole thing um but yes we're very excited that we're finally here we've been promoting this for such a long time oh my gosh yeah Um, we're so excited to hear your guys' scary stories um i have so many friends that have reached out and been like, dude, I can't wait. Like, yeah. I'm a big fan of your podcast, but like, can't wait to oh, listen yeah. to your October series. And I was like, me neither. What if this is the shift where we go from like advice? We just to never just being like, we never go back. Yeah, we're we're just fully into it. We could, I mean, we could have like a scary story segment once yeah. a month. I that could be that. fun. I would love that. I don't know. Anyways, you get the point. We're excited, and uh, that's all we had to say. Yeah, about um, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we had to say um i did have something to say what did i have to say oh i just love i've been i feel like i've seen in quite a few dms i feel like you've mentioned this i've mentioned this but the amount of people that are always like i can't listen to your podcast in public anymore yes i don't like that is like the biggest compliment uh-huh. you guys could ever give us yeah i mean we think we're funny but it oh, really think- really boosts our ego goes straight to our head when you guys say that we're funny to you by the way i can i can attest to ashley thinking we're funny because this morning <laughs> um as you guys know we live together i hear Ruby's her like for life di- for life <laughs> that's all anyway, <laughs> i'm getting so distracted focus, focus. um i hear her cracking up and i walked in her room to ask her something and she's playing an episode of ours and is just dying at herself. <laughs> it <laughs> like, was it was one of the episodes where even you guys were were like screenshotting. I had friends messaging me saying, "Oh my god, you were so funny." Yeah, and I am gonna like be honest. I don't typically listen to our podcast because yeah. I just don't like listening to myself, which is such a funny thing since like I all I do is record. Yeah, myself. Yeah, <laughs> whether it be film or like audio, like that's yeah, kind that's of all true. I do. I don't like watching myself or like listening to myself because I'm just I don't want to. But so many people reached out and were like, "This was so funny," and I I was like, "God, I don't remember exactly what happened." So I listened to the whole wheezing laugh oh finally, and I was Pure in my bathroom gold. getting ready today, dying. Like I was dying. I was laughing so hard because I didn't realize how well you could hear my wheeze. Well, and then we came in the studio like the next week and then Mark told us that he freaking turned up the volume on the wheeze because he's just the best. But I I was legit crying in my car. Yeah, I was getting ready and I my eyes were all squinty because I was laughing so hard. It was it was it was a good time. Um why am I talking Oh Oh, because I had something. We're freaking funny. So this is from Twitter a girl with golden seven, she said, girls, you have to stop making me giggle like this. I look crazy in this grocery store. You just had to be even funnier this week. Give a girl a warning next time. <laughs> Haha, P.S. If I could give you 10 stars every week, I would. Oh, girl. that's so sweet. We appreciate it. And you know what? Honestly, it's funny because 
I know like when I've listened to podcasts and then they get on and they're like, don't forget to like give us a star, give us a, uh, what's it called? Review. Great. Review. Yeah, all that stuff. I'm always like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that I am, it's like, it really does help. It like, makes it's such important. a big difference. It's so important. I so, did, I never got it either until I started my own vlog channel. And, <laughs> and how, then I was do like, you do it more now? Yo, yeah. For other people? <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. All, same thing on Instagram. Like once, once, it, once likes became like a big thing, all my friends, all the people I follow that I, I actually genuinely like follow, um, I, I make sure I like all their stuff because yeah. like I want them to know that like oh totally I want th- that that likes important you know it really is so all that this shares to say important. five stars important you know just support us while we support you <sighs> yeah and you guys I'm so excited for this episode me too but before we get into it oh. I have a tearing it up for you oh shoot let's and do it and I really want to say it because it's really funny. <laughs> she's, okay, she's she's on a mission right now. <laughs> okay, um, if you guys did not know, tearing it up is a segment that we have on this podcast where you guys submit stories, little short, concise ones um, about a time when you had a very uncomfortable, awkward, maybe embarrassing moment. Something similar to what Taryn would do. Yeah. Uh, Welcome on the norm. You know, she does it pretty regularly. So that's why it's called a tearing it up segment. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have segments that you would like, or if you have stories that you would like in the segment, I said that backwards, then uh, please email them to us or DM us. Otherwise, let's get into this one. This one is titled, I peed in Ulta. Oh God, like the makeup store? Stop, it's so funny. Okay, (laughs) the makeup store, yes. Just to clarify. Um, Hello, Ashley and Taryn. Hi. My name is Mikkel, and you can say my name. Good, I just did. Uh, here's a funny slash embarrassing story about me. Um, my twin sister and I like getting our eyebrows shaped and waxed at Ulta Beauty and usually go together. Thank goodness we went together this time. So once you get your eyebrows done, the Ulta, Ulta worker hands you a slip that you can give to the cashier to pay. While I was waiting for my sister to get done, I went to the makeup and browsed around while holding my slip. Like Taryn, I now drink water. <laughs> And have to pee all the time. Like, bam, go pee now. It's an emergency situation. The bathroom in the store said employees only, and I couldn't walk out because I still had to pay for my brows. I thought I could hold it by crouching down and sitting on my foot, but nope, that didn't work. And I seriously peed myself in the aisle. I rushed up, walked down to where my sister was, and someone was starting to walk past me towards my pee puddle. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm sweating and so embarrassed. I throw my slip at my sister and say, I'll Venmo you and run out of the store and wait for her in my car. P.S. It took me six months before I went back into the store. I feel like all the workers know who I am. Love you both. Oh my gosh! Like at you know at like, uh, like Seven Eleven, it'll yeah. have the pictures of the people and be yeah. like thieves. They stole. Yeah. There's like a picture. It's yeah. like this girl bees. This girl. Watch out for this Poor girl. People. Oh my god, that's hilarious to me. I, I feel like especially growing up. I would end up in situations where I would hold it way too long and then I'd have an emergency like that where I would just be like, oh my my God, I have to pee now. And my go-to thing was to sit on my foot. Yeah. Like I would just sit down and not move. My mom would be like, let's go to the bathroom. I'd be like, don't pick me up yet. Yeah, yeah. And he just like- If I move, I will pee. Like I just knew. And that is so funny because like I remember- even like being at recess and waiting too long because I wanted to play and have fun yeah. and having to like sit 
and wait till I could lock it down so that I could run to the bathroom. Yeah. It's just one of those things. But oh, it's horrible. I could totally, I could totally empathize with her with that. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. But in the aisle and those aisles, they're so bright and white. Yellow would just like stand Sick right out, out, you know, but Ugh. she's been drinking water. So maybe it maybe wasn't yellow. Maybe they thought it was water. I doubt it. But some homegirl either it. slipped and fell in it or they I was like, like, it was that mopped pee? it up. <sighs> yeah. Oh, honey. I am so sorry that that happened to you, but I really appreciate you sharing it with us. That was a good tearing it up, I thought. We all can benefit from each other's humility. (sighs) Yeah. Humiliation. That really, really, you know, if your pride was getting up there, that really brings you back down. It brings you right back down. (laughs) That brings you down real quick. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Have you been tearing? I've been great. Um, I'm living my best life. I have candles. Pumpkin candles in my room. Mm-hmm. I have I smell them like a little kitchen. jack-o'-lantern and pumpkins. Targets, fall decor. Oh my gosh. Freaking it's so fire. good right now. It's lit. So yeah, that's that's pretty much my life right now. And that's I'm, so fun. I'm fully immersed in it. Um, yeah. Taryn and I had a super fun weekend. I got invited. You guys, you're not ready for this. I got invited to a yeah. 1930s themed murder mystery dinner yes. party. And we lived our best lives. Oh, yes, there were we rules. We had to show up in 1930s costumes. So you know me and Taryn went full all on out. out. We went all out. Jules. Uh-huh. Dresses, uh-huh. cover. It was great. It was good. If you, uh, we'll post it. We yeah. should prove that. Yeah, we'll prove it for you guys. Um, go check it out there. We had a dinner. Get this at the Houdini Estate, which is uh in the Hollywood Canyons, yes. not too far from where I live. Surprisingly, I yeah. and it's this like you you turn onto this tiny road, and I'm like, this can't be right. It's dark, yeah. and there were like normal houses, you know, all around. Um, and then we turn left <laughs> and it, it was, was this huge stone mansion with like, like Gargoyle it looked like a castle. And, there yeah. were statues everywhere. There was weird decorations everywhere. It was all lit up. Um, a huge stone staircase. It was just out of this world. Un- oh, it was unreal. The, I would think it's the, uh, murder mystery party or something is what they are on Instagram. I should double check that. Yeah. Or I'll double check. While yeah, you, you double check that. Um, they did such a great job. This is just a shout out to them. This is not promotion anyway, but they did <laughs> an unreal job. They had actual cars from that era there. They had an ambulance from that era there. And it was this it. whole thing where all the cast and audience was like a part of it. And you had to figure out who killed them. Oh, it was so epic. Yeah. Who so done it? They're the Murder Mystery Company. Murder and they Mystery were Company. Amazing. If yeah. you guys want something like that, in your life, you should hit them up because oh they did an unreal so job. Fun. It was so much fun. And it kind of felt like Halloween-y, too, because everyone was dressed yeah. up. It had that and there music was like playing. Yeah, there was a death. We had to figure it out. It was so much fun. It was so fun. I've always wanted to be like a detective or like a CSI agent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just like so much fun to like pretend like I was trying to solve something. Yeah. I got like roll into it a couple times, but you know. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a highlight for my week. Um. I feel like we should just get into the oh stories. My gosh. Okay, I feel like I'll let you go first. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Yes. I'm going first. Do um, you want to go second? Because mine is like the most epic thing you'll ever hear. Yes. In your life. In your life. Okay, I'm going to hit you with a title. Okay. Paranormal or paranoia? Question Ooh. mark. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. Oh, are we in breaking? with the titles. First? Oh, yeah. Should we take a break? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's, that's, that was my tease. That oh, was my title. That's tease. a good tease. That's a 
My title tease. <laughs> title tease. <laughs> that is so good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hit you with that. Process that a little bit. We'll come back and I'll give you the full story. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Well, my hat has got to stay on, Taryn. Yeah, but look at mine. You can see all Jeez. the light on me. It's all dark. You're too pretty. Show, show those I'm trying to be blues. creepy. Oh, you want to be creepy? I just pulled my hair. Oh, you threw me off. Just kidding. She's fine. Okay. Paranormal or paranoia? Anonymous, please. <laughs> That's how she starts <laughs> it. Um, I'm not completely sure if this counts as a scary story, but some really weird events have been happening to my sister and I, and I thought they would be fun to share. These weird events started about four months ago when my sister was home alone. It's always when you're home That's alone. your first mistake. I just want to like throw it out there. I find myself home alone a lot and there are rules. Like the second the sun goes down, lock the doors, shut the blinds, lock the windows. There's there's things. If you have an alarm, turn it on. Um, all the lights in the house should be on. And uh, the TV should be on to drown out any creepy noises that may or yeah. may not happen oh, while TV you're there by yourself. TV in the background is an essential. Oh, it's so, yeah. it doesn't matter. Podcast, something. You need noise. She was in our room just chilling when our dog started freaking out and barking at nothing. Again, uh-huh. that's a bad, that is a bad, a bad sign. sign. <laughs> like we can all agree, red flag, something's, yep. something's not okay. We always trust the dogs. He was going crazy and he wouldn't leave her alone. Then the light started flickering until it eventually just turned off. My sister panicked and took my dog for a walk to get out of the house. When she got back, she could see through the window that the light was back on. About two weeks later, I was dead asleep, and my sister abruptly woke me up. She seemed really scared and told me that she was hearing clapping. At first, I didn't believe her, but I went to her bed anyway. After only a few seconds, I started hearing the clapping. It didn't have any rhythm, and it was very loud. We blared a podcast to drown it out, but still couldn't sleep. That's so funny. I feel like it doesn't matter, like, the noise when I was, like... When I was younger, even now, like if something creepy happened, I would be like, Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> My sister would be like, Alicia, <laughs> can yeah. I come over? Can I come in there? Um, so, yeah, they blared a podcast to drown it out, um, but they still couldn't sleep. The next morning, they were telling their parents about it, and they didn't hear any of it. After this, we started making jokes about the house being haunted, but a few weeks later, it seemed more and more possible. Three weeks after that, another spooky thing happened. My sister was at her best friend's house, which is only a few houses down from ours. But it was getting late, and I had to get up early, so I was trying to go to sleep by myself. However, page turn. I couldn't because I kept hearing tapping at my window. This didn't freak me out that much, but it was definitely noticeable. So again, I put on a podcast. Later that night, we both woke up to a random song blaring at full volume, and it was exactly 3.33 a.m. That's oh, ghosting hour. <laughs> the most recent occurrence happened about a month ago. We were about to leave for our vacation to California, and I was going to pack our Polaroid camera. When I turned it on to make sure that it had film, a random picture starts to come out. Oh, I assumed God. that it was an accidental one that I had just taken then at that moment, and it would just be like a picture of my eyebrow or something like that. I was very, very wrong. Once the picture had developed, I saw that it was me standing about five yards away in a completely different outfit and I have no memory of it being taken. My friends now claim that they hear noises in our house and our dog still barks at nothing. I think our dog knows it's something paranormal. 
Also, I love your podcast. And she included no the, the picture. Polaroid. Oh my god! No, I don't want to see it. She doesn't remember this, <laughs> but there it is. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. I mean, that's not a scare. Like I was thinking, it was gonna be like there's someone behind her. No, there's no one behind her, but it was her across the that's way. That's scary. Isn't that scary? I mean, I'm such a skeptic when it comes to stuff. Yeah, but. That's terrible. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Have you ever had anything? I, okay. We were just talking about this with Mark. I feel like I, I'm kind of in Mark's boat where I feel like I'm a little skeptical with stuff yeah. like this. However, and I talked to this, I talked to Taryn about this recently. I have a handful of friends, really close friends, that have no reason to lie to me. And I've had very crazy situations happen to yeah. them that I, they have no reason to make it up. They have no reason to lie to me. I've known them for a long time. They're not complete strangers making up a story to for like my entertainment or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm like a hardcore believer, but then I'm just like, well, I think stuff like that happens. So. There could be aliens too. We don't know. So like, I'm open to all that <laughs> That's stuff. That's a good turn. <laughs> The pyramids. We need to we need to pray over you and your sister and your house. I would honestly. um, I live in a house right now that makes a lot of noise, so specific noises like little creaks and stuff like that, little little pops here and there. I've gotten really used to it because, especially my room. I don't know why. Yeah, it's actually loud. Mm -hmm. It's really loud. Where it sounds like someone could be walking or knocking on your window or something like that. So I've gotten used to the bumps and noises, but the Polaroid. Well, the how Polaroid? does that? I would love to like look up if that's pop. Like, how does it take a photo and store and it? it? It doesn't work that way. That's the whole thing. Like, unless it got jammed and then turning it off and then back on it. Like, but she doesn't even remember someone taking that photo, and she has both her arms down. It's clearly not a selfie. No, yeah, that's freaking weird. Mm. Mm-mm. Uh, uh, not today. And it just kind of hit me <laughs> that, I mean, I don't know how much we're actually going to advise in this series. <laughs> I did advise. Go you get know? someone to pray over uh, your house. Yeah. Mm-mm. Also, um, I'm the type of person, like, I'll hear a noise and, like, sometimes I'll freeze, but I'm one of those people who's, like, I'm up looking out windows, like, walking around like I have to know the source of it so that my mind can wrap around it and then I'll go to bed yeah um like there was this one time I walked into my apartment and my roommate was like free like just frozen and she was like do you hear that and it literally was like this really faint like clicking it it sounded like a ticking almost like a bomb like like that and then it would disappear and then it would like it would come back yeah and we were she was like I've, she was like, I've narrowed it down. It's coming from this like one like wooden drawer thing that we had for our DVDs. So we empty everything out, like all the games. Cause I was like, oh, it's probably like a game timer. Now, everything's gone and it's coming from just this wood thing. So I was like, okay, there has to be something under it. And so I had like a broom. She had like a flashlight. Cause I was thinking like we'd lift it and it would be this like freaking rat or something so rat we, oh the doll no rat what did oh, i say i heard brat oh no no, no rat sorry with the r <laughs> threw me off i was like what, the doll rat. <laughs> wow. um 
So we flip it and we scream. Because you know how girls are. We're like brave, but we're like, ah. You know? uh-huh. So like yeah. we flip it. We're staring at it. Nothing's underneath it. And that ticking is just going. It's getting louder and louder. Just like. So I'm like, okay, what is ticking inside wood? Like it's like there's no way. So finally I got down on my knees and I was like with a flashlight. And there was this, which I've seen them before, but I didn't know. They're like clicker bugs. So it's like they have like two little That's pieces. That's official name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you if you like Google clicking bug, we'll post it on our Instagram okay. so you can see. But it's like two pieces and it was like, be- it was stuck in a spider web. And so it was bending and folding its body and making like a, like that noise. Ooh. But it was, there was so much of that time where I was just like, my mind could not wrap around like what is making this noise. Yeah. And I'm I can't like some people will just be like, oh, like, oh, I don't know what it is and walk away. Like, no, I have to know. So then I can be like, okay, I know yeah. what it is. You know? I have something similar. Um, my room, I can tell you, my bed faces my closet. Well, it did. My sister recently re- <laughs> rearranged it. Um, but it used to face the closet. And if you were if you were laying in my bed, the corner to your right has a clicking noise. It has had it. I've lived in this house for almost three years. It's been there the entire time. It doesn't go away. Um, and I can't for the life of me figure out. We still to this day. To this day, yeah. Oh, girl, that's what we're doing right when we get home. No, I mean, I'm. I, the only thing I could think of is that that side of the wall outside of our house, that's where like all the pool technology is. Um, so I thought maybe that had to do with it. Other than that, I can't, I can't, I cannot figure it out. And it's every night I hear it. And I, I Can I've you looked, show me tonight? I've searched the corners. Yeah. I, my mom was even like, she was spending the night once and she slept in my room and she was like, your room makes a lot of noises. And I was like, Have I you know. ever gone outside? Well, I can't. It's a second story. No, but I mean, even just like outside of it on the ground, just to see if you hear it from outside. Oh, no, because I usually hear it at night. Um, Let's do it tonight. I mean, we could. The only thing I can think of, again, is that the uh, one of the air conditionings and the pool like equipment is yeah. all there. So it turns on frequently. Yeah. I, it shouldn't. It makes like a, a swooshing sound, yeah. not a clicking sound. So I don't know what it is, but I f- totally feel you on that. There, there was one night... <laughs> It was when I first moved in and I was just like, what the hell is this noise? And I was like, I was pressing my ear against the wall. I was checking for the same thing, like maybe a bug. Um, I know I was like convinced there were cockroaches in our house because they make noises. So I thought maybe that was it. Couldn't find anything. Um, So yeah, my room just makes noises and I'm used to it. But oh my gosh. Well, now I'm going to like now you told me. So now I'm going to have to figure it out. Well, good luck. Good luck on that. Uh, should we should get into yours because oh my gosh, you guys are not ready. You guys may or may not remember Taryn mentioned this a few episodes ago, but her mom has some scary things that has happened to her, and Taryn pretty pleased with uh Mama E, and she wrote in a story. You know, I also like I forget how my, my mom is just so good with words, like. She's she's why I am so talkative. Like she's exactly like me, um, and she's told this story to me many times. Um, she also has stories that I've asked her politely not to tell me because she says they're even scarier than these ones. Like she says, she has stories 
that are like 10 times worse than this. And I just can't. I maybe, oh, maybe if I ask her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like, I think because she's my mom. Yeah. It makes it so real that I, it like, especially when I was younger, I feel like I could maybe hear them now. Yeah. But when I was younger. I get younger. It was like really hard for me to picture Your mom like going these things them. happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys like are not even, this is a horror story. Like, if you really let yourself get into this story and picture yourself being her, it's freaking insane. Yeah. So maybe a disclaimer. If you don't like scary, scary stuff, maybe stop it here. If you do, I highly advise you like get in a good space for this. Maybe turn yeah. off other noise. If you're driving, roll up the windows. Yeah. Like get into it because I'm about to uh, yeah. really focus in on the story and yeah. experience this with you. You guys can handle it. Mm-hmm. You can handle it. But I'm going to. I, that's all I can say. You ready, Mark? Oh, he's ready. Oh, let's take a break so I can like center yeah, myself. Mm-hmm. And then she it's comes going in with down. this like, it was a dark and stormy it was a dark evening. And stormy <laughs> night. Okay, are you ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> This is, I'm so excited right now, by the way. I like would love Stop to Stop teasing do. us, go. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, I'll do her little, she did a cute little greeting. Yes, please. She said, hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hi. First of all, but this is my mother. I feel like I made that clear. Absolutely, I absolutely love your podcast. I feel like you are both like a daughter to me. <laughs> Wait, you <laughs> are. <laughs> now she's I'm cutest. gushing. She says, this is so cute. She goes, Taryn, as your mom, I am so proud of you. And Ashley, I consider you my daughter, and I am so proud of you, too. Guys. Excuse me while I go cry. BRB, let's cry. <laughs> we're, you know what? She's setting us up to feel like magical so that we're prepared for her yeah, story. Yeah, she's putting us in a yes. place to be brought down. <laughs> to be brought, roll down. She said, well, you asked for one of my scary stories for your October scary story month. So here goes. Are you ready for this? No. Go, 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 go. I had just moved home after attending Biola University. My boyfriend, Rawl, and I, Taryn's mom and dad now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's so cute, knew we wanted to get married, but wanted to both have good jobs and save us some money to give us a good start when we got married. So I moved back home to Yukaipa and Rawl stayed out in Buena Park, where we had a long distance relationship for over a year. We talked on the phone every evening. There were no cell phones, just good old-fashioned telephones. My dad had purchased a really long phone cord so he could move the phone into the garage when he worked out there, usually reloading shotgun shells. I used to love helping him fill the shotgun shells as a little girl. My dad always took us out shooting at targets and clay discs out in the hills of Yukaipa. My brother would go hunting with him, but I stuck to the targets. My dad taught us how to respect and to handle a gun. Sorry for the tangent. Now you know where Taryn gets it from. She said, LOL. Oh, I can't. my God. <laughs> Angie. Um, I know. She said, but it is an important part of my scary story that you know that I knew how to handle a gun. Back to the phone. Because of the long phone cord, I could take the phone all the way into my room. It barely reached into my room, but I could close the door over the phone cord and stretch the phone receiver to my bed to talk to Raw. Well, one night when I was home alone with my dog, Corky, an Australian Shepherd, watching TV in the living room, I heard a gunshot. We had a plum orchard behind our house, and it sounded like the gunshot was out in the orchard. 
It startled me, but I kept watching TV as I could tell it was not too close. Then two more gunshots rang out that were extremely close. They even rattled the sliding glass window. As soon as I heard those shots, I ran back to my dad and mom's room and grabbed the phone, my dad's revolver gun, and called my dog into the room with me. I locked the door and sat on the floor making sure I was not near a window in case the shots were being made in my direction. I immediately got on the phone and called Raw. I frantically told him about the gunshots and that I was locked in my room with my dad's gun and my dog. There was nothing he could do to help me now because he was over an hour away. Imagine him. Oh, I have chills right now. Like, imagine him in this whole scenario, like, as I continue. Completely helpless and just listening. Yes, and listening to, like, the woman you love just, like, frantically being like, I have a gun, like, I'm scared, and it gets so much worse. Okay. I'm holding myself. (laughs) I'm holding myself. Again, there were no cell phones, so I could not call my parents as they were out to dinner. He wanted me to call the police, but I was so afraid that I just needed him to stay on the phone with me. It was at that moment that I heard footsteps outside my window. Oh. Followed by what sounded like someone kicking the side of my house. My dog was barking at my bedroom door. I told Raul that someone was outside my house and I was so afraid. Then the unexpected horror happened. My bedroom door shook loudly. The phone jerked across the room and the handheld receiver shot out of my hand. I crawled over to the receiver and frantically whispered to Rawl, but he was not on the phone because the phone was now dead. (gasps) (laughs) My dog was going crazy barking, the phone's dead, and there was definitely someone in my house. I grabbed the gun, released the safety, crawled to the farthest corner of my room, and I do not know how, but I yelled out as loud as I could, I have a gun and I'm not afraid to kill you, get out of my house now. I do not even know how long I sat there with my gun pointed at the door, hands shaking, heart pounding, fearing for my life while my dog is scratching so hard at the door that the paint was coming off of it. All of a sudden, my dog stopped barking and scratching at the door. There was a deafening silence other than feeling like whomever was on the other side of the door could hear my heart beating. Why had my dog stopped barking? Did it fear the person out there? Should I fire a warning shot into the roof? Was the person preparing to break down the door? Would I ever get to see my mom and dad again? Would I ever get to talk to Raul again? I cried out in complete silence. God, please help me. I don't want to die. And then I heard a familiar sound. My dad's truck pulling into the driveway. I was so happy, but then another burst of fear. How could I warn my mom and dad that there was someone in the house? I did not know what to do. I heard the keys in the front door, and as soon as I heard it open, I yelled, Dad, there's someone in the house. I have your gun. No surprise at all. My dad did not hesitate. I heard him running down the hallway to my room and say, I'm here, hon. Stay put. He told my mom to wait at the door. Within a few minutes, he told me everything was okay and he was coming in. He took the gun and gave me a big hug. I told him what had happened with the gunshots and the footsteps banging against the wall, phone shooting across the floor and going dead. He walked back into his room and found... The house door going into the garage was open. When my dad walked into the garage, he found the outside door had been kicked in. That was the big banging noise I heard. Then he found the cord to the phone had been yanked out of the wall. Whoever broke into the garage came into the house, had heard me talking on the phone, ripped the cord out of the wall, which caused my door to shake, and then pulled the cord so the phone shot across 
oh, the floor God, and the hand receiver to fly out of my hands. My dad believed that because I was able to so strongly let the person know that I had a gun and would use it to protect myself, the guy probably took off run- running knowing that he had picked the wrong house. I knew that God had protected me from what could have been a very different outcome and my dad had prepared me to be able to take care of myself. To both of them, I am very thankful. Love, Mom. <sighs> like, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> Your eyes are so watery. <laughs> I literally, I have the craziest goosebumps right now. Angie, I just want to hug you. Like, little Angie, poor Angie. I'm so sorry she went through I, that. <sighs> I'm hot. There are so many parts of that story that I just, I just can't. The phone shooting across the room is straight out of a horror film. I just can't. I just I was trying can't. to think. Yeah. But imagine like being like, I think I hear something. And then physically the phone flying out of your hand and all the way to like the door. Cause, and you know someone's pulling the phone cord. Oh. Like, oh, it's ins- It's literally insane. I mean, I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm literally at a loss for words. It's That's literally terrifying. Insane. I just, I mean, luckily she had a dad that taught her how to like, oh yeah, stand up for herself. But I mean, I don't have a gun in my house. Like, I yeah. don't know how to handle one. Like, that's, yeah, if something like that happened to me, like, I don't. What do I do? I'm, I'm gonna go buy a bat. I'm gonna go buy a baseball bat. <laughs> something. <laughs> just leave it in my you room. Do you have bear spray? <laughs> I have. I do. I have it hidden in our house. In I know because when I was home alone, I slept with the bear spray. Next I told to her me. Taryn stayed home alone at our house for the first time, and I was like, "Hey, the house, can, the house can be creepy. <laughs> I really understand if you if it makes you sleep better." There's bear spray in the closet. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. you help yourself. You just <laughs> have it right next to your bed. Yes. I do it all the time. <laughs> it's, yeah. It sounds so stupid, but when you're home alone. Yeah. But honestly, this honestly, is such helps. a good example yeah. of why we need to be prepared. Yeah. Because imagine if she heard that noise and just, or like heard footsteps or whatever. Like she hears gunshots and she just sits there and is like, oh, shoot, I hear something. Like, that fool would have walked in, yeah. and if you listen to any crime podcast, like usually murders that happen are are stemmed from like a perpetrator coming in and being surprised that someone's there, and they panic and kill them. Yeah, 100%. so it's like if she didn't like know to like, oh my gosh, those sound close. Let me hide. Let me have something to protect myself. Yeah, that I mean, I would not be here. <laughs> You no, know what I mean? 100%. Me and my sister have lived together, just the two of us, for a very long time now. And each place that we've lived at, we've had, and I highly recommend everyone do this if you haven't not already, um, but we've had escape plans for every single place that we've oh, yeah. lived at. And um, even right now, like I have one um, where like I go into her room. She has one where she goes into my room. Yeah. We know where to go for the best case scenario, like if something happens. Um, can we? Can we need to have a talk. We need to have a roomy talk. Oh my god, you guys would all be safe, and I'd be like, "Where is everyone?" <laughs> there's, there's a plan. There's, yeah. there, there's a plan for everything, and I honestly, everyone should do that. It doesn't matter where they yeah. live, um, or how safe, uh, their area is that they live in. Um, but yeah, that's really terrifying. I know. I feel so bad for her. If that happened to me, I probably, I, everything in me wants to say that I would have screamed, like. I'll, I'll like I'm prepared to kill you. Yeah, but I probably would have just froze. Oh well, that's what's so scary about those situations is like when you get in like a life or death situation, you don't you honestly you can prepare as much as you want, but 
it's fight or flight, right? Yeah. And sometimes people fully freeze. Like my dad was at a pool one time and the lifeguard who had gone through all his training, had been working at the pool for years, had a woman, someone started screaming because a woman was laying on the bottom of the pool. And my dad said he looked to the lifeguard because you would assume and the lifeguard was standing with just this like horror face on yeah completely froze so my dad dove in and pulled her out and did cpr on her and she was okay but like the lifeguard froze and didn't move the entire time dang and it's like that's literally his job and what he trained for yeah, yeah. but it's how do you prepare mentally for something like that? and I, I i also listened to a bunch of stories and watched a bunch of articles or read a bunch of articles um about the shooting that happened in vegas yeah and how so many people froze but then also I also read a a bunch of different articles from different people and on Facebook people that knew people because that was so close to us yeah Um, I knew a lot of people that were there and um, so many people went into like fight mode yeah and were literally punching anyone that came in their way whether it was like yeah because it's an instinct like you don't think yeah you your body goes into survival mode and you either freeze and try to like be invisible or you freaking like punch your way out And it's well, that's scary. how people get like stampeded and yeah, like, that's how that stuff happens. You think like, how could someone just run over someone? But it's like he, they're not even like thinking. Yeah, it's it's not. <sighs> Oof, gosh, that's terrifying. Um, well, Ashley, yes, I didn't even tell you this. I have huh. a second story from my mom. Oh, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> this one's like even worse. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, Mark. Can you handle this? Are we okay? Can you handle this? Am Mark, I was that scary? This? That was pretty creepy. It's That's insane, terrifying. right? It's also evidence of why everyone should have a dog. Yes. Right? Yes. Dogs. 100%. My dog could not protect me from anything. He would definitely walk up and lick the person, See, but that's the fine. thing. Like, I have, a, I have two small dogs. My dachshund, specifically, is vicious. He's a little, like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, strangers come near the house and he sounds like a demon dog yeah my lab on the other hand is just a big sweetheart but he's a big dog so i'm always like yeah should you always have two (laughs) yeah i've like i've actually i knew a person a friend of a family um who had a best friend who someone broke into their house and they had a great dane dog and I think it was a Great Dane Mastiff. It was like a mix. So it was like a beast of a dog. Yeah. And they found the guy who broke in to steal from them cornered in their house. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't know they had a dog. He didn't have a gun or a knife or anything. And yeah. the dog literally pinned him in the corner. Yeah. And just sat there. And like every time he tried to move. Would be like, Arr. Yeah. Well, um, this story, the dog is the hero. Oh, my God. Okay. I All right. Know. Okay. I know. All right. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so again, uh, my mom came in clutch. By the way, I was she like, really did. Angie? I was like, if you could send it, she sent these both. She wrote them beautifully. She wrote them so wonderfully. Again, we're entering into story mode. Deep voices. Get ready. ASMR. Kay. It was 1979. Oh, I had just turned 16 and got my driver's license. So my friend Levon, who is now my sister-in-law, and I decided to go to a movie because I could drive. We decided to go to a drive-in movie theater. Yes, I know that makes me really old, but drive-in movie theaters were bomb back then. They're still bomb today. I love them. Yeah. I haven't been in a while. We should go. She puts, <laughs> she puts, Ashley, stop laughing. I think she thought you were going to make fun of her for saying bomb. <laughs> I love bomb. Let's we bring bomb back. Bring bomb back. Um, let me first set up the type of night it was. Please do. There were a lot of dark rain clouds moving in, and it was an extremely cold and eerie night. The movie was called When a Stranger Calls. Oh, Remember my gosh. Movie? Yeah. yeah. Okay, pay attention to this I, detail. I like that movie. 
Side note, this was the first of several of these movies, so we truly did not know at that time what the movie was all about. There was no Google or apps for movies back then, which is so true. That's that is. I Google Fandango? everything. I'm like, what's what am I going to see? Because I'm yeah. like terrified. You I want to know. I want a synopsis. I want to like understand exactly who's playing yep. that character. What yep. kind of what kind of mental state do I need to be oh, in? Oh, totally. Is this like a popcorn and candy, or should I like <laughs> sit and be quiet and really take it in fully? You get it. Back to the story. <laughs> Sorry. The movie starts with a young girl my age arriving at the house of a family she was going to babysit for. She puts the children down for bed and everything's going well when she gets a phone call from a man. His voice sent chills up my back as he simply asks the babysitter in a whispery growl of a voice, have you checked the children? Terrifying. I'm not okay. She brushes it off as a prank call, but the calls keep coming until she finally calls the police to report the calls. They take the number down, tell her to keep him on the phone so they can trace it. Now this poor girl is so afraid um, and is wondering if she should go back up the stairs and check the children, but just can't get her body to move. When the stranger calls back again, she tries to keep him on the phone as long as she can. He threatens her that if she does not check on them, he will, and then he hangs up. Back to what is going on in the movie theater. Now there is lightning up in the sky with thunder in the distance. LaVon and I are wondering what we got ourselves into. The next minute of the movie is one I'll never forget. My heart is beating just typing this email to you. Poor mom. Oh, Angie. <laughs> the girl gets another call and she's afraid to answer but finally picks up the phone. The caller yells at her to get out of the house now because the call is coming from inside the house. LaVon and I are terrified. Right at that exact second, the sky lit up with lightning and the loudest thunder that you could feel deep in your bones. LaVon and I screamed and decided we couldn't handle and immediately drove away with our hearts pounding. I get it. Now is when my personal story gets even scarier. Exactly three days later, I get a call from my next door neighbor asking me to babysit her three children. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mama? No. <laughs> um, all of these kids were under the age of six. At first, I could not answer as the movie experience was so fresh in my mind, but I did agree to babysit. I cannot tell you how terrified I was when they left for the evening. The children were all asleep in their rooms. The two younger children were in the first room down the hall, and the oldest, Michael, was in the last room at the end of the hall. I sat on the couch and turned the TV on. About half an hour later, the phone rings. My heart hurt so badly from the fear within me. I turned the TV off and just sat there. It took me three rings before I finally got up, and my whole body was shaking. I answered the phone. It was a friend of the family, and to be honest, I don't even remember what I said. I just remember I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and just sat on the couch in silence. Every noise made me jump. About 9.30, I hear my dog, because her house is next door, oh, right. um, start barking. So I jumped again. He continued to bark in a way that I knew someone was outside. There was no one home at my house, so the dog was on a long leash. He had to be kept on a leash because he could jump our five-foot wall in one leap. I thought to myself, I wish my brother and my parents were home. They could come out and see what was making him bark. You have to remember, again, there's no cell phones, so there's no one I could call. Ugh. My dog continued barking more aggressively, and I couldn't move. Then there was a loud bang and a noise towards the back of the house where the children's rooms were. It was then that the most terrifying thing happened. Michael, who was five in the last room yelled in a crying voice Angie there's a man in my window oh, <laughs> oh my god Look Jill, at my arm. I know I have goosebumps oh my god oh my god 
I'm sweating. I okay. can't breathe. Angie. Sheer terror like I had never felt in my life was crushing my chest. I could not breathe. I was frozen in fear. I began to cry, then got a burst of adrenaline and ran towards the door to get out of the house. But then I thought about the three little kids. Because oh, she's a good person. I know. Good, and could hear job. Michael crying. What was I supposed to do? I was only 16 years old. How could I take on a man? Something clicked in my brain and I ran as fast as I could to the kitchen and found the biggest knife I could find and got myself myself to the hallway. I put my back against the wall and quietly crept down the hall with my back against it to the first room. Both the kids were asleep. I then started moving to Michael's room. As I pushed through the door with my knife held high in the air, I saw the man and screamed. He had taken the screen off, pushed the window and was crawling in through the window. At that same moment, I'm telling you, my mother is covered by God's protection Uh because this is insane. At the same moment, I hear my brother yell, attack, which is the command for my dog to attack. From her house. From her house. Oh my God, her brother was there. So literally, this man is halfway in hovering, and I've heard this story, so I know like some of the details, hovering over this little boy's bed, and he's crying. So he's hovering about to go in. My mom walks in with the knife at the same exact time. My parents had, her parents had come home and the brother went in the back and could tell he was upset and I think saw the man too. Yeah. And so let the dog loose and yelled attack. Oh my God. Yes. I can't breathe right now. In a single second, the man was jumping out of the window and running for his life as my dog jumped the wall and chased him. My brother jumped the fence, came to the window to see if we were okay. He had me close the window and he ran to the front door to help me. He called the police and stayed with me until they came and the parents of the children came home. About 15 minutes later, the dog just casually comes came back. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God, that dog. Dude, yeah. They said, we have no idea what happened to the man, but I have no doubt in my mind he was full of puncture wounds before my dog was done with him. <laughs> The police think the man was breaking and thinking no one was home and was not prepared to see a 16-year-old girl with a knife coming after him and a faithful attack dog flying over the wall to protect her. Oh hashtag R.I.P. Corky. Hashtag best dog ever. Oh Love you both. Love mom. Best dog ever. Dude, the Corky. Dog Corky and Angie have been through so much. And this is her mild story. Now yeah. do you see why I can't? She's like, been I, my lot. heart is like beating so fast. I can't even imagine because that's my mom. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh my God, that happened. Oh, wow. Angie. But also the timing. Like, her dad comes home right when someone's in the house. Her brother comes home right where there's a man literally, she's literally facing a man with a knife and there's a man coming in. Like, and like what are the and odds like in of that? that position of like with the child too? Like, yes. Like, you know what exactly trying to figure out like the process plan like yeah in that moment you have to either like go to the kid or go straight to the to the guy yeah. you know it's just that's such a weird position to be in I know like and and having to make that decision in such a small moment small moment yeah. and then for your brother to take care of it for you like that just yeah. like dog problem imagine solved. like that's just like in the movie where like the hero all of a sudden you hear his voice and you're like you like sit <gasps> in your you chair and you're like, oh thank god like yeah. we're safe you oh, know oh my god like, for sure oh my god oh wow and freaking quirky yeah. I bet Corky laid into that guy. Every man 
no matter how big or small, is terrified of a big-ass dog. And that... That is the moral of the story. I have seen pictures. It's an Australian Shepherd. It's Mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. And they had trained him to attack, so you know this dog was like... I'm yeah. coming for you. Yeah. I grew up with an Australian yeah. Shepherd and he was really big and I loved him to death mm-hmm. and I always felt safe with him. And then I had friends that came and lived with us for a while and they had a dog because they were in the process of moving. They had a German Shepherd. Yeah. I've never in my life felt more safe. Yeah. I had a German Shepherd living on the inside of our house and then our Australian Shepherd in the backyard. Yeah. 24-7. Come at me. Like I will have two dogs sick you and chase you like yeah, down dude. the street. Like I've never felt more safe in my life oh yeah so i always like told my parents i was like i don't know if felicia ends up getting married sometime soon and i'm still like by myself i am going to have five dogs in the house (laughs) ranging from sizes like at least two big ones and then a couple small ones you know because sometimes the big ones don't really move until they know they have to yeah (laughs) the little dogs are the ones that are like what are you doing bro charlie will start to just like bark if he hears like a little noise or like if he's asleep and the door jiggles, mm-hmm. he'll get up and be like, rah, rah, rah. like yeah. so he he usually like if he starts barking, then it's an unfamiliar noise. And, and then I'm a little bit like on edge, like, oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. But yeah, the big dogs are the ones that. But little dogs are just as important. For example, like my dog, I have a little tiny little shih tzu she's a little like fluffy little thing thing. um but like you look at her there's no way she could hurt anyone but i know way before the doorbell rings when the pool guy's here Mm -hmm. like i know way before the gardeners come way before i even hear like the gardener like turning on his mower i hear chloe because she tells me that someone's on our property not at the door on our property yeah it's so weird they they're just so good at that so even if you have a little dog like it's so important to have a dog oh yeah period yeah period if you don't have one get yourself a dog of the story you have allergies claritin (laughs) get yourself a dog now it'll save your life oh my gosh wow i feel like that was a great start i feel like we should really just give a huge shout out to angie for making this episode a great first start to our yeah. October series. Um, I am so excited for the series. Hopefully this it gave you guys a little bit of a glimpse of what we're looking for in like stories. And yes. it doesn't have to be obviously that horrific, but the details that Angie put in those stories were just so epic. Good. Um, so please, if you have stories like that or you know of someone, convince them to write in a story and submit it to us. We mm-hmm. would love it. And uh, yeah, if you haven't yet, Go look at our social promos. Yeah, look at our. Oh, oh my God. We killed it. They're um, great. I have dad jokes that are Crazy. Halloween. Let's do that. You ready? Yes. Why wouldn't the skeleton go trick-or-treating? I feel like I'm trying. Hold on. <laughs> Something about bones? Because he didn't have any guts. Oh, dang. <laughs> Did you like that? No, that was really good. Oh, that was okay, really good. He had no guts. Yeah, uh, they Knock, no knock. Guts. Who's there? Philip. Philip who? Fill up my bag with sweets now. Oh, shoot. You get it? Yeah, yeah. Fill up. My Fill up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, not a fan. Not no. a fan. No, that was great. <laughs> it definitely it's lightened the mood. Is People will like write in about dad jokes all the time, how they like love they them. They do, yeah. And then they'll even say like when people send in dad jokes, a lot of times at the end they'll be like, hopefully Ashley gets this oh. one or like hopefully Ashley will laugh at this one. I liked the skeleton one a lot. But guys, don't worry because I like them enough for the whole world. <laughs> for all of you guys. All of you guys. <laughs> um, 
yeah i think that's all we have to say for today thank you for listening to our halloween episode one there's plenty more to come so get excited uh i can't wait for you guys to see our our next costume it's a good one it's a good one let's give uh, a hint and see if they can guess should we it's it's magical oh yeah that's good well done that's all you get just a tease just a little little tease tease. out there that's for you guys um yeah well that's all we have thank you so much for listening Uh, stay safe talk to you guys next week get a dog (laughs) (laughs) goodbye